Hello, welcome to the Caring Instinct. Hello. How's it going? Great. We've got a new topic today. It's sort of new, but it's sort of something we keep talking about in every episode, I feel. Yeah, it underlines a lot, doesn't it? It's play. Play, yeah, we've talked about alarm-based play in the Halloween episode, and we've talked about attacking play as children live through um, difficult experiences with their families, how their frustration may come out in that. And now yeah. we thought we'd do a general one. We'll zoom out. Yeah, so we're going to just explore what play uh, means for both of us and see where we go. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's start with a question. I'll ask questions to you this time. What's play for you? I see you've got some words here. What's play? Yeah, I threw uh, some words uh, together just that came to my mind. What we know from developmental psychology, from uh, talking to fellow parents, from my own experience. So play uh, we've got here, essential, emotional, endangered, sacred, alarming, Team play, cooperative play, independent play, boring and tedious and incessant, which is what a lot of parents um, say about their child's play. You know, it's difficult to be a playmate for a, I don't know, your four-year-old. Attachment play, engaging, that's what was one of yours, wasn't it? Fun, separation. So there's <laughs> so much around this concept. Yeah. It, it it goes everywhere, and uh, I for me as well, play is uh in the word. It feels like it's kind of been hijacked. It's like you have um, at school, it's playtime, or it's um you, you might see it as something where it, it's a it, it's not work. You're not working, so it's something that just it's not as important, or mm. something to do once you finish something like maybe a reward or like a treat kind of thing. It's not um, not that useful, other than maybe something like to get some energy out or that kind of stuff, but just something that can take up the time or there's not, yeah, it, the, that's the way I see it, it seen as more and more these days. When I was in teacher training, play was pretty much a trick. It's how you get children to do things. Yeah. How you get them to learn, how you get them to behave. But th- this is what we need to sugarcoat learning that is hard. Yeah. It's that used like that all the time. Isn't it? Yeah. You can take it, you take playtime away. Very common to take it away, isn't it? Oh, yes. We say, well, take away something a child cares about. So there's this play as something sacred to a child. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's now this quite common understanding that play is important lots of uh, preschool will be play-based reception is a play-based class so and and the statement that play is how a child develops is out there but at the same time yeah we like in the UK would you yeah preschool is play-based so uh, which means push your phonics and your math through play yeah. Reception same. And then as children move up from year to year, there's less and less play. Yeah, it's almost like it entices the children into to start school. If you go to 
ask any kid about the best year of school, they always say, most of them will always say to me, reception. Reception. Why? Yes. Because you got to play. play. But is it a waste of time? Well, let's explore that, Shuri. Let's explore that. Before we do that, the other thing I noticed with the the wordplay and like our kind of our definition of it is that there's loads of other ways we think can think about play as well. Like we play around with movement, might be playing around with our voice, uh, playing around with uh, identities and roles, imagination, fantasy, with playing around with ideas and we're also playing around a lot with emotions and feelings. Yes. And that's, yeah, that leads us nicely, I think, to... What was the question? Is it important? Is it it's a waste of time, though? Yeah. <laughs> Compared to learning. Do you know, um, my big play awakening was when I met a play therapist and I was working at preschool, at, at a Montessori school, um, which age-wise is preschool for here. She lent me Virginia X Lines play, play therapy. Yeah which I'm sure you're very well familiar with as a play therapist. And that was an eye-opener. It's pretty much just the transcripts of her sessions with children, with children who struggled with a lot of trauma. There was disability. There was difficult family relationships. There was a lot of dysfunction. These children really struggled. And you just read through careful transcripts of session after session after session after session with very little comment from herself and how these children just go through this in play and come out the other side. Yeah. How they find their resilience in it. That was that aha moment for me. How did you, how did you come to play therapy? Um. I've always been very uh, playful and uh, mm-hmm. I started off training as a addiction psychologist and, mm-hmm. and counsellor. Then I found uh, teaching and decided I wanted to teach and work with children. And, and I started working with reception. And um, so it was play uh, based there. And yeah, I just enjoyed it. And then so when I was looking to get back into a more therapeutic world, play therapy just kind of, got my attention and and uh and brought me in and it's great there's something i find a bit strange about it though okay as, as a play therapy you have an hour for 50 minutes a week or something you're kind of prescribing play as the thing and there's some there's something a bit sad about it that you have because, to prescribe play yeah it's like it's something that's available for all the free. time not saying anything against play therapy it's really useful and we need uh this support and children need you know but on a, a bigger level so sort of like it's almost a little bit like prescribing oxygen for breathing it should be something that just it's just there around us so how divorced of, we've become from yeah this treasure that is playing yeah. it's, it's a bit odd in that it's there shows the disconnection from it just the fact that we need play therapists in our society shows how much how how we've disconnected from it so is it the same idea because x-line very much advocates for the uh, sort of impartial therapist that just stands back and lets the child play yeah 
So I'm torn about that as well because this, mm. the suggestion is that you need an expert to to be with them and watch. Whereas personally, I don't think that I don't think that's necessarily needed. It doesn't have to be like that. It's great if that can be that, and that might be the child's only opportunity uh, to have play to explore these. Things. It might be the only way it can be facilitated. But you do need the vision of play as this amazing resource yeah and i'm sure some children don't need it to be witnessed as well mm. okay it can just be as long as they have it that space they might need help with it being faci facilitated in their lives and you know uh, have someone looking after them who makes space for it but maybe not necessarily it doesn't need to be uh witnessed interesting in my opinion mm. but in that sense the play therapy is very magical because it's non-directive so you're not necessarily saying what you're going to do you just it's all very natural the child just moves with their instincts chooses what to do the themes just come out the playground the, the emotions the feelings they just they just move through play and it just it's magical in that sense that was another thing for me and probably the biggest thing about play therapy is that so often our natural inclination is to go in and edit play. Oh my goodness, what's that come up? That's that's not nice. Yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember a child at my preschool whose play was so there were some plastic fish and there was like mommy fish and daddy fish and uh, nanny fish and granddad fish and nanny fish was killed off first and granddad fish. <laughs> and then it was time for mommy fish and daddy fish. And of course, uh, the natural <laughs> reaction is we need to nip it in the bud. Yeah. When it's the opposite, we need to let it come out in play. Yeah, plays the, the safest place for this kind of this, this energy to be. It's not going to hurt anyone here. Yes. So it's non non directional, and it it's we should just stop ourselves yeah. from wanting to edit it. Yeah. Yeah, and just say let let's say there that that might be a child playing around with their frustration for their parents or their anger towards their family potentially, and you know they found a safe way to express it at a young age. Yeah. 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 Which is great. Yeah, this is not... Parents are always going to be frustrating. Definitely. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so has you... I know now you're doing uh, one of um, Gordon Newfold's courses on play, which is the developmental approach, which is play through the lens of uh, how we realize our human potential. Yeah. As he says, had has your vision changed or been added to well one of the interesting things that sticks out for me is the finding out that it the play developed in us as humans really it's really deep in our uh in our history i think it's around the time when we start to develop emotion or maybe even before Mm. I'll need to check that, but it's 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 before rationale. It's before it's so uh, so much a part of who we are. It's incredible, really, and I, I think it's for me that says there must be a lot of wisdom in it. And 
all mammals play. Yeah. A kitten play pounces and uh, play fights to become, to grow yeah. into the cat it's meant to be. And uh, a, a puppy and all and a child plays to grow into yeah. the adult. And one thing I, you notice mm -hmm. with, with animals, especially pets, and with us as humans maybe, is we... Uh, we tend to think that play is something that happens in child. You know, you play a bit more when you're three, quite a lot when you're four, and then as you get older, you're you meant to play yeah. less, and it after becomes after reception, right. an hour a day, you know, yeah. and then less and less. But with uh, animals, like my pet dog, for instance, that play just is a part of their life. It does go down a bit as they get older, and there is that it's intense period energy, at first. Yeah, but it's just there with them through throughout life. There, oh. there's always that play mode. I've got a quote for you from yeah. Stuart Brown, an author of um, a book on play. And the quote is, the opposite of play isn't work. The opposite of play is depression. Yeah, the opposite of play isn't work. Because work can play. be playful. Yeah. And play is expressive. Yes. And to express is the opposite to depress. To depress. Yes, play is emotional. Tell and I use, as a therapist, I'm always inviting uh, play, the playful energy into our relationship and into the people I work with, relationship with what they're exploring. It's a great way to, to find safety. For children and adults. Yeah, for all of us. Yeah. Because if it's just the fact that play is happening, it's safe. For instance, you see, when you see children playing, and they, someone hurts their knee or something. There's a mm -hmm. cut. You just see the play just stops dead. It's just gone, and you're out. You're in the real world. It's only when that's fixed or might be can't go back in for a while or stuff like that. Anything when everything's sorted, and then the gates to play can open up again. Oh, if the little ones unwell before the fever spikes, before anything, they're suddenly not playing. They're bored. <laughs> they want to cuddle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it's different. so it's it's uh it's like an instinct, isn't it? It's like an an impulse. It's something that we have, but it does it's almost like we get taught to suppress it. That's why it's endangered. Yeah. Because there's so many factors that endanger it. Even in the life of a child, I can think of uh, school, right? Learning yeah. six yeah. hours a day and saying what yeah. if school um both provides opportunities for play and is a safe enough place to play. So academics, the extracurriculum activities, screens, screens can be play, but they are not the same play. Yeah. That is something that's very interesting to unpack too. I've come across such interesting research. We should do another podcast, another yeah. episode on that. Well, you hear that word as well, yeah. going to play games on the, mm. to playing on the, but it's, it doesn't feel like true play, does it? Exactly. Yeah. And a game that you play either with a computer or with friends, with where there are rules, that is important too, to work those social skills following the rules, understanding, fairness, and all that for all the children. But this is still not the individual deep play that creates this flow where emotions can come out, uh, which is expressive. And then another thing is 
weirdly, maybe counterintuitively, peers and siblings can stand uh, in the way of play. Because again, with peers and si siblings, it's this, uh, are we practicing cooperation, competition, rules, sort it's of more, social uh, contract? It's like yeah. more work, is that what you're saying? I would say it's also important, but different. And it, I would say it's often an assumption that to play a child needs peers. To play in a certain way, a child needs peers, an older child especially. A yeah. younger child will still be in, in the bubble of a parallel play, whatever's happening next to them. They they tune it out. But yeah. this That's something else that's play, which is yeah. common, isn't it? That um play happens with peers. Yes. It's something that children just do on their they get on with, which can be true, but and we not. worry especially for um the only children, oh, he's just sat there with a book. We feel sorry for them. They don't have anyone to play with. They are in their own world. It, it's enough. Yeah. Another part of play is uh, daydreaming. Daydreaming. Actually, act Being, uh, let, letting your um, yes. attention, your mind just go where it wants. It's actually a view of dreaming, like actual dreaming while we sleep as this is our brain at play and there's nothing we can do to control it we try yeah. we try with like lucid dreaming <coughs> what but how can i control even even that yeah i wanted to ask you about your play what gives you a float i know you well, like football yeah football is um is big for me it's uh i like to play every week okay um, oh yeah one of the biggest things it does is is i think it does a lot is it gives space for frustration uh-huh and you know you can hit the ball as hard as you can you can go in for the tackle and these kind of things you can uh, it, it just gives that space it gives that gives you that outlet every week to to go and and release that energy yeah that's what but, video games can do this full body experience yeah yeah and uh it's also something about the, the the being with others where you all of us doing at the same time maybe for we're all getting slightly something different out out of it maybe something similar but it's done in relationship uh -huh. it's uh there's that there's that expressiveness to to playing football as well we're all slightly different players and we all have slightly different me and stuff nice. like that and, and it's kind of yeah it's, do you um, follow it as well? Do you watch and it? also where I get a lot of my ties for, from having children. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's uh yeah. It's very easy to to just come down to because they can't and, catch you. And your own stuff moves yet. in that as well. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Ah, oh, I have been making more and more space for play in my life. Gardening is a big one for me. And it's again, it started as I'm from Ukraine and I live in England and where I grew up in the south of Ukraine, we didn't actually have a garden, but the yeah. whole space, there are fruit trees in the streets and fruit bushes and we foraged all the time. Like as a child, I would go out to play and I would know that oh, they're, they're find nice damson plums and they find nice apples and depending on the season. And 
and I've created this sort of edible garden and turned a lawn into edible garden with like 11 fruit trees and loads of fruit bushes and strawberries under your feet. And this is a connection for me. So this is sort of a bit of attachment play to what I left in Ukraine. And also this, this has been um, very interesting in terms of when we bought this house, the lawn, it, it was just a lawn. Oh, that's a canvas that I can do. That That's the tabula rasa that I can do anything I want to with. Doesn't work like that. Yeah. Uh, not with nature, not with gardens. So there's frustration coming in. Uh, something <clears throat> that I want to work doesn't work, but other things unexpectedly work that I didn't even, where I didn't even try. And it's kind of, um, it's a huge emotional playground. It teaches me, it raises me. I, I raise, I grow the garden and in the garden grows me, I feel. Yeah. Like I'm a gardener who can't grow courgettes. And I go into this, what, what, what's that? I go into shame about that, you know? What, that, that is rubbish. Yeah. But there are other things, but but there are... And, so you might um, say it, it lets you um, experience that shame. Yes. Take yeah. up a relationship with it. Yeah. And, in, then, and uh, if it was somewhere else, in the more of the outside of play in the world, like if, if you couldn't grow courgettes and you were a gardener in someone's house, it might be yeah. much harder to access that that shame and to... Exactly. And take up a relationship. Yeah. And then, and I've taken up juggling, but that's in case the caring instinct doesn't work out. Yeah. Circus skills. <laughs> that's it. Okay. Thank you very much for listening to the caring instinct. Uh, tune in for more soon. And if you find our chat in any way valuable to you, please share it on social media and follow the Care Instinct Facebook page and Instagram for extras. We post, we post nice things, don't we, Joe? We do. Well, we'll talk about play next time. Yes. Bye. Bye.